0: Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Lakers Carpool. My name is James Brooks. Thanks for joining me on my drive to work this morning. The Lakers have made some big splashes in free agency. We're going to talk all about that in today's episode. Let's jump into it. Alright, my last episode, I talked a lot about the Lakers and some ideas, you know, who they could acquire. Could they acquire Damian Lillard? Could they acquire DeMar DeRozan? Um, Just some ideas before the draft and free agency started and all those types of things. Well, over the last week, the NBA draft has happened, free agency has opened up, and the Lakers have made a lot of moves. So let's kind of try and go in order. I'm going to try and remember off the top of my head. But the Lakers started off with trading for Russell Westbrook. So they traded KCP, Montrez Harrell, Kyle Kuzma, and a pick for Russell Westbrook. Now, this was, at the same time, literally 15 minutes prior to the Westbrook rumors. The Lakers were rumored to be trying to trade for Buddy Healed, which would have been uh, one less player would have been probably Kyle Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, and a pick for Buddy Heald. Instead, they threw in KCP, traded for Russell Westbrook. So now the Lakers do have their true big three, which is, you know, pretty cool. To be honest, though, at least going into when that trade happened, I was like, well, honestly, I'd rather keep KCP keep the defense and whatever three-point shooting we have from him pick up buddy healed who's a good three-point shooter um to add to the team that way instead we you know trade kcp and get russell westbrook who you know to be honest is i've just have not been a recent fan of his uh just he just is an inefficient player doesn't play great defense can't shoot threes um you know he's the Lakers fast break offense will be will be great but I I'm not I'm not in love with the trading for Russell Westbrook now I think in a lot of Russell Westbrook's cases he's been either the best player or the second best player on his team I don't it's been a while since he's been the third best player on the team if if even at all you could argue he was the second best player when he was on the Thunder with James Harden and Kevin Durant so this, you know, in this case, he will be the third best player on the team. He won't be the second best player. You know, it will, it'll go through LeBron, Anthony Davis, and then Russell Westbrook. So, if if Russell Westbrook can buy into that mentality, if he's, if he can, can dig into, you know, he Russell Westbrook can be a good defender. He's very athletic. He's very quick. Uh, he can. He could be a great guard defender, but. You know, he just isn't a great defender. So going off of what we know about him, right, it's like he gets a lot of rebounds for a point guard. He, he you know, he scores a lot of points. Like, you know, when he was on the, on the Thunder, when he was, like, the best player on the Thunder with Paul George and was getting all these triple-doubles, right? Like, he was getting a ton of triple-doubles, was scoring a ton of points, but the team, his team was still losing. Um, just things that you don't really – like to see from a if you're wanting to win basketball games that is so I don't know I'm torn on it I think I'm excited to see what happens that's for sure I will say I'm very excited to see what happens I'm not I'm cautiously I may be cautiously optimistic about it if not slightly pessimistic about it um but this is I mean Rob Palenka we're trying we're basically competing with the Nets at this point right it's like we are the Lakers are confident that we can be in the finals again next season, which means that we're competing with the best team in the Eastern Conference. And on paper, the best team in the Eastern Conference is the Nets. And so we need to compete with that level of talent. They have extreme talent on that team. Um, they've even continued to, to get better as well through free agencies. So, so the, the Lakers really are trying to compete there and and getting a guy like Russell Westbrook gives them the chance, gives them the athleticism, gives them the superstar power to compete from that standpoint. It's just a matter of whether or not Russell Westbrook, you know, if he learns his defensive assignments, if he pays attention to his defensive assignments, if he, if he buys completely all in on what LeBron, Anthony Davis, uh, Frank Vogel are all trying to do. So I'm, again, not super super stoked about it but I'm excited to see what happens it'll be fun at the very least Lakers games are going to be extremely fun because Russell Westbrook is a guy that gives it you know he plays with his heart every single game and that's something that you can't always be said of LeBron and Anthony Davis and you know we've had complaints in the past about that and and just how the team has struggled in the past so looking forward to how much fun it'll be to see Russell Westbrook play next to LeBron and Anthony Davis next next season Um, but cautiously, cautiously optimistic about how it'll actually pan out. Um, now when the trade happened, everyone was making, you know, jokes and, and laughing about the Lakers about how they have zero spacing now, they can't shoot, um, their defense got worse, all these types of things, right? Well, Rob Palenka seemed to have a plan. He executed the plan. I would imagine close to perfectly. I, I don't know there's a guy that the Lakers wanted that we missed out on unless Buddy Heald was our first choice and we our backup option was to trade for Russell Westbrook. Other than that, I, I feel like the Lakers have pretty much landed every free agent that they probably wanted. So, so we trade for Russell Westbrook. I want to say it's the next day. Free agency opened up around 6 p.m. Eastern on Monday, August second. This so like this week, the week that I'm recording it, recording this episode. The Lakers come out and they sign pretty much every ex Lakers player on that are that's currently still playing in the NBA. Pretty much, we sign Trevor Ariza, we sign Dwight Howard back, we sign. Wayne Ellington, uh, Kent Bazemore. I'm trying to think; those are like the big four that were previous Laker players, pretty much that the Lakers signed back. I f- might be forgetting somebody, but those are the main ones. So, let's talk about those four really quick. I mean, Trevor Ariza. He was Lakers. If you're a longtime Lakers fan, obviously, like he was involved in the two thousand and eight team that lost in the finals to the Celtics. He was on the two thousand nine team that beat the Magic in the finals. So he's you know, he's etched his name in Lakers lore as a as a great role player in the past. You know, he's old now, right? I don't know how much he contribute he can contribute. In theory he you know, he's historically has been a a three and D kinda guy. Obviously he might be, you know, a step or so slower now that he's older but but I like the signing I like the idea of I mean this is this is Rob Plinkett trying to space the floor right we get we get a guy like Trevor Ariza we get Wayne Ellington who's a you know he's a good three-point shooter like people people are saying oh Wayne Ellington he's an elite three-point shooter I don't know if I go that far I think he's a he's a good three-point shooter he's you know he hasn't yet been on a team really that that has has gone far in the playoffs. I don't know that he has all a ton of that experience for how for how long he's been in the NBA, but he's a good three-point shooter, right? Like he at least replaces um, KCP. And, and he, he can play defense, right? Ken Bazemore, similar, similar thing, not a great three-point shooter, but he can he can hit a couple threes a game. He can play defense. And then the, honestly, like I'm the most excited about bringing Dwight Howard back. Dwight Howard was actually pretty integral in the Lakers' 2020 championship season. You know, he didn't play as much later in the playoffs, right? Like, he he played a little bit against Portland. He played a lot against Denver. He The Lakers did not really play any bigs against the Rockets because they went so small in the third round. Um, and then didn't play as much against the Heat in the finals. So... You know, he didn't play as – he turned out to not play as much in the playoffs as he played in the regular season, but he just was an integral guy. As a, as a rim defender, as a rim runner, as a guy just like, just kind of planted in the dunker position, right? Like, he could get offensive rebound. Like, he, he transformed his game with the Lakers to a point where he – you know, he used to be – the main guy superstar all-star kind of guy right and he transformed himself into a hustle player role player and aside from not being a great uh free throw shooter right like he he does makes a lot of those hustle plays that are big for the lakers or he did in, in 2020 um so i'm excited to bring him back i think that's something that the lakers were lacking both offensively and defensively last season. I, I talked about this a ton. This is one of my biggest pain points of the team last season was athletically the bigs just were not that tough or or athletic, right? Like Margres Harrell was tough and athletic, but he's only six foot nine. Marcus Hall's tall, but he's old and can't move that well. Anthony Davis is tall, but he's not as tough, right? So like it just wasn't the same as the Javel McGee, Dwight Howard combo we had in 2020 in my opinion even the Montrose Herald in theory is a better player felt like a step down so bringing back Dwight Howard is awesome uh we still have Marcus Soule on contract as our other big so and, and there's been a lot of news and reports in the offseason about Anthony Davis being willing to actually play the five on a regular ba- on a regular basis so we wouldn't you know we wouldn't be a starting lineup wouldn't have both Marcus Hall and Anthony Davis in it, or Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis in it. It would be, you know, Anthony Davis is the big, LeBron is the four, um, and so on and so forth. So, so those were, you know, we signed those four exit Lakers players, which is pretty funny, just that happened like all back to back, just like a, a little Lakers reunion. And then, and then news came out the Lakers signed Malik Monk, who was playing for Charlotte. Now, that, that sign I you know, I haven't watched a lot of Malik Monk myself, so I can't give a great analysis of him as a player individually. Looking at his stats, he really improved his three-point shooting last season. Um, his first two seasons were a little rough. Didn't play as many games, though. Last season was just really his like first full season, it seemed like, and he really improved his three-point shooting. So, and again, that's like one thing that I care a lot about is three-point shooting, so... Uh, we improve you know we bring in a guy like him if he can keep up the three-point shooting he had last season I think that'll be a great addition Um, he's a younger guy right he's only been 2018 was his first year so he's been in the league for for three seasons and you know the jokes going into it right we're like the Lakers age so we have LeBron I mean Russell Westbrook, LeBron, Dwight, Trevor Ariza, Wayne Ellington Kent Bazemore, Marc Gasol, they're all, like, 35 to 37, right? So, definitely an old team. Um, a guy like Malik Bunk, he's young, fresh legs, athletic, can can hopefully step up and play some some defense, get the ball moving, get the fast break going, things like that. So, really like that signing. And I think he, he took less, probably, to come join the Lakers than he probably could have made elsewhere so so that's awesome um another thing I'll mention because this is kind of like within the timeline of of events um it was around I don't know what time it was exactly but Alex Caruso decided to take a deal with the Chicago Bulls I think it's a three-year 37 million or four-year 37 million dollar deal with the Chicago Bulls so so sad to see Caruso go um, But I think the Lakers addressed some things. You know, obviously the Lakers knew they weren't going to be holding on to Caruso, and so they 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 added some some guys with that in mind. So it wasn't a total like blindside, like can couldn't plan for it kind of thing. But it is a bummer to see him go because you know he was a big part. You know, he started Game Six where the Lakers clinched the Finals of 2020. Just a lot of awesome Caruso moments the Carew show. Um you know, he wasn't he was you know, he was good in the G League, came up and, and Lakers fans we just embraced him right away. And you know, he was kinda like that that at first kinda like that funny guy that just like made big plays but like you weren't really sure what he was gonna be. And then he really blossomed into something good and, and so it's you know, I'm excited to see him go in and, and, make some money somewhere and hopefully he can play playing on the Bulls he'll have a bigger role than he would on the Lakers and and his career will continue to blossom and you know always he's always welcome back in in a Lakers uniform um but yeah so Caruso left to join uh the Bulls and so so the Lakers add Lake Monk so then the next player I want to say that we signed was was Talon Horton Tucker and the Lakers signed him to like a three-year 30 million dollar deal which I think is also probably a little lower than he could have made elsewhere you know he's still only 20 21 years old he's super young he he's he's the big signing where the losing Caruso sucks but signing Horton uh, Horton Tucker to a to a three-year deal softens the blow of losing Caruso because because I think THT can be what Caruso was plus more right like Caruso he was a a great defender he he helped distribute the ball he played well with LeBron on the court but he was also only putting up you know what six to ten points a game 15 points on a great game for him you know he's not adding a ton offensively I think THT can can have the same defensive impact that Crusoe had. He has the athleticism to do it. He has the, you know, his body, I mean, I've talked about it before, but his body is, like, like he has the longest wingspan for a guy under, like, six foot, like, five to, or under six. I forget what it is exactly, but he has, like, a seven-foot wingspan, and he's, like, six foot four or something like that. Um, so, you know, he has, like, just, like, this weirdly shaped body in a great way for basketball where he's really long, but he's smaller, so he can be a little bit quicker. He can get to the rim a little bit uh, easier. You know, he just has, like, a little bit more extension with his arms, which makes it easier just to do things in basketball when you have that. So, you know, he can be a good defender, I think. He can, he can contribute a lot offensively. I remember, you know, I know um, at the end of this season when the Lakers were eliminated by the Suns, THC came out and said, like, I'm going to be in the gym and I'm going to develop into a great three-point shooter. Now... Does it happen? Does it not happen? I don't know, but that's the mentality that I like. And if that does happen, and he comes in and develops his three-point shot, then that eases a lot of other worries as well. So, Tht is still young, still has a lot to develop, but signing him, being able to develop him in you know in house, he's a guy that we drafted, right? It's like that's awesome, and I think that um, that definitely softens the Crusoe blow. And then the Lakers have also signed Kendrick Nunn who so you'll you'd remember him from the heat he played on the heat against the Lakers in the finals he's another younger guy he's like 26 years old um, I think he was dealing with some injuries in the the year that the Lakers and the Heat met, met up in the finals so he didn't play a ton um, he had some weird like COVID issues and and injuries last season but in theory, you know, he's another three and D kind of guy. He's a, I think he's more of a guard, but he can, you know, play defense. He can hopefully shoot, shoot the three. And and so, I mean, what you'll notice here is, is um, Rob Palenka adding guys, adding these role players that are guys that can in theory, play good defense and, and shoot threes. Whether, you know, they they all may not be, like, the best three-point shooter in the league or the best three-point shooter in the division, but combined, right, it's, like, hopefully... And, th- and this really feels like a team that LeBron helped put together, right? And, and I'll get into, get into the last signing so far up to today uh, really quickly, which was Carmelo Anthony, which it's one of those things where like it feels huge but he's also like 37 years old so like who knows how much he has left in the tank right like he he wasn't playing and then Portland took a chance on him kind of signed him um he played pretty well overall for Portland as a, as a shooter but like he's not going to be able to play defense that well he never really was a great defender uh, maybe in this at his peak he was a he was a decent defender but like since you know he's always been more in the James Harden camp right of like he's a great offensive player that doesn't play great defense um and especially now that he's older right he's not going to be the best defender but the Lakers love have to do what they what they can to make things more simple and and make those defensive rotations easier for some of these guys now that we're you know it's like a senior citizen uh, team in the NBA but uh, otherwise I mean like Carmelo he's a good shooter still right it's like so it feels like a like a big signing I'm that's another one where I'm like cautiously optimistic about it right like I don't want to get my hopes up too high and then we just realize that he just doesn't have anything left in the tank I, don't, I just don't know but at the very least it's going to be super fun right and so the Lakers while we didn't have at first, what looked like great spacing and, and shooting and, and all these things, I think Rob Pelinka did a great job at, at adding these role players, adding some guys that can that can make a difference, um, play defense, hit some threes, and and again, I, f- I feel like this is a this team. One of the things that I loved the most and most Lakers fans loved the most about the 2020 team was the team chemistry that we could see from not even being. Like up close to the team, right? Like you could tell that the team had good chemistry. Now, some of this came from a reporting, which were from people that were close to the team, but you could just get the vibe on the court. You could get the vibe um, through social media that there is there is good chemistry on this team on the team in twenty twenty. I now I hope this is the case again this season because I feel like this team was pretty heavily constructed by LeBron, right? Like, he got the guys that he wanted. He brought Dwight Howard back. He got Carmelo, Russell Westbrook. I feel like that, like LeBron wanted... Excuse me. Early in the morning, yawning. Um, you know, I feel like LeBron wanted Rob Palenka to make a trade for, for Russell Westbrook. Like, if anything, I feel like maybe it was Rob Palenka going for Buddy Heald and, and LeBron kind of... Not kiboshing it but being like, no, let's let's do this. Let's try and get get Russell, you know. So I don't know. It's hard to to say for sure, right? But I feel like these are these are the guys that LeBron wants on the team. And I think that it'll help, hopefully it'll help the chemistry, help the team vibe together well. Now there's a few I think I feel like there's like one more roster spot left that the Lakers can fill. You know, in one sense I kinda hope it's just Jared Dudley, (laughs) because Jared Dudley's been super fun to have on the team the last couple seasons he or last like three seasons he obviously doesn't play a ton but he um just he really contributed to that great chemistry that we had in 2020 like he was a big locker room guy a big veteran presence a big you know he he set the tone I think really well to be a guy that has the experience of a guy like LeBron James but is more approachable than maybe LeBron James um and yeah I just think it's huge you know I think it's awesome it it's been awesome to have Jared Dudley on the team so I wouldn't be upset to see him get signed back um another name that's been floating out there so Lamarcus Aldridge who was on the Nets last season he retired unexpectedly due to health concerns with his heart um he, news came out yesterday that he is considering uh, coming back from retirement. And so now people are saying, like, oh, the Lakers should pick him up. You know, I don't know how I feel about that exactly. You know, he's another old big who was probably going to get hurt. I'm not super stoked about him necessarily. I'd almost rather just get Jared Dudley back, get him in the locker room, you know, with these guys. But this is a, you know, the difference between this team, this season's going so far, and the 2020 uh, season is the 2020 season had a bunch of young guys, a bunch of guys that had never been in the playoffs before, and so having Jared Dudley was huge. Just from like being a veteran guy that that had been in the playoffs before, that had that had been there, done that, and could really help kind of shepherd the team along with LeBron. Whereas like this team is made up of it's mostly veteran guys now and we have at least like in the in the 12 15 man rotation, you know, it's like we have THT, you have Malik Monk and you have Kendrick Nunn. Those are the young those are the young guys on the team. Um and those guys, you know, THT, he was on the team in 2020 in the bubble. He he went through that experience. He he's won a championship with the Lakers um Kendrick Nunn was on the heat right he's been in the playoffs he's went to the finals with the heat um Malik Monk's the only one that has, doesn't have a ton of ton of uh or really any playoff experience so it's you know it's le- maybe it's less important to have a guy like Jared Dudley who's a big veteran guy right but I think he's a he whether or not they're veterans or or younger players I I think that Jared Dudley is just a good he's just a, a presence he's a no-nonsense guy but he says things He seems like a patient nice kind guy that just says what needs to be said but doesn't like hurt you know make feelings get hurt and, and things like that so again wouldn't be upset to, to just bring back to just bring back Jared Dudley um but LaMarcus Aldridge could be on the table potentially for the Lakers so we'll see what happens there um but overall just a ton of fun stuff um you know it's sad in one sense, sad to see uh, Kuz go, definitely sad to see KCP go, sad to see Caruso go, um, this is a brand new team, you know, it's, we have LeBron, Anthony Davis, Taylor, and Tucker, I think those are the guys that were on, and Marcus Gasol, um, and now, you know, we have Dwight Howard back, so it's, there's some continuity that feels like, there's, it seems like there's some continuity there, but, um, overall it's definitely a brand new team it'll be interesting interesting to see how things go how things develop um but just super fun to to get these big signings overall i would say rob polinka did a great job um you know even you know listening to bill simmons and and kevin o'connor right like talking about free agency on uh, the bill simmons podcast right like bill simmons big celtics guy he hates the lakers obviously and he was kind of going through like being nitpicky about the lakers and their signings and this free agency and and even with that he's like well i still have the lakers as number one overall in the west right so so even if even with being as nitpicky as you possibly can with this lakers team they have the talent and the ability to be the number one team in the west uh, just from this point on and so let's just hope that the lakers can stay healthy put things together continue to put things together and and uh we're on our way to uh, to another championship in the 2021-2022 season thank you so much for listening to this episode of lakers carpool if you enjoyed the episode please rate and review on apple podcasts and share it on social media with your friends you can find the podcast on anchor spotify apple podcasts or most places where you listen to podcasts again thank you so much for listening and go lakers